I'm here. It's a post-game show. We're doing it. Even though I said I wasn't going to, we're doing it. We'll talk about the game. We'll talk about some of the aspects of the game. It's not going to be a full show, but I have some things to talk about. So stay tuned because an all-new Locked on Yankees is next. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Yankee fans. It's me, Stacey Gatsoulias. Happy Thursday. It's 11.30 p.m. I'm recording this a little bit after the game ended, and I have some thoughts. First, welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on every podcasting platform available, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Please hit the thumbs up button, hit the bell so you know when our videos go live. So here I am doing what I said I wasn't going to do because I need to have you all calm down, okay? Yes, the Yankees are in an 0-2 hole, but they're going home for three days or three games. The Astros didn't exactly kill them in these games. The Yankees basically shot themselves in the foot by not capitalizing on opportunities that they had. There was also some questionable umpiring again. That auto strike to Stanton in that at bat late in the game was not a strike. And I warned you all about this umpire. Yeah, but the Yankees are not doing themselves favors by swinging so much and missing so much. But... Jay Jaffe of Fangraphs put something up on Twitter that made me feel better about things, and I'm going to read it to you. He said, The glass half full view for the Yankees is this facing the Yankees one, no, excuse me, facing the Astros one and two starters in Houston with their own four and three. They were in both games and lost two close ones by a total of three runs. They now go home and have their one and two against the Astros three and four. Now, if the uh, offense can do something against the Astros three and four, that would be great. That would be great. I'm usually one of the most pessimistic people on earth. I'm not feeling pessimistic right now. Other people are thinking it's going to be a sweep. The Yankees have no chance. I think everyone just has Yankees, Astros, PTSD. And because of the way the last few playoff series have gone, you're all already just automatically thinking the Yankees are going to lose. Don't think that way. Don't think that way. Like I just said, like Jay Jaffe tweeted, Our three and four against their one and two. The Yankees didn't lose by that much. And the Yankees basically lost these games. One bad pitch by Severino. Bregman hits a ball 91 miles an hour and it goes out. Judge hits a ball 106 and it doesn't go out. And most of the time, when a ball is hit that hard with the angle that he hit it at, the launch angle, it goes out. It goes 400 feet. It didn't do that because the roof was open. So they're trying to do things to their advantage to keep the Yankees in the ballpark. And it worked. 
It worked because when they didn't last night, Harrison Bader went deep and Anthony Rizzo went deep. Too bad the Yankees don't have a roof. That's too bad. Oh, well. It's just frustrating to see the batters go up and swing feebly. <laughs> and not to take anything about uh, away from Framber Valdez. He pitched well. But he kept throwing the same pitches and they just kept swinging through them. And it was so frustrating to watch. And last night against Verlander, you know, in both these games, they were basically a hit away from having something good happen and it just didn't come. And they still only lost these two games by a combined three runs. The Astros aren't killing them. They're just beating them. I feel like a therapist right now. Maybe it's all the years of therapy that I had, but I feel like a therapist and I feel like I'm trying to help you all. It's going to be okay. I promise it's going to be okay. We have an off day tomorrow. We get to regroup. We'll watch the NLCS, see how the Phillies and Padres do against each other. And then the Yankees are back in New York. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. <laughs> with Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez on the bump. With a fired up Garrett Cole. Who wants to shove this playoffs. And he has so far. And Nestor Cortez, who's just doing great things. And the bullpen gets a day off. Everything will be okay, I promise. So before I continue my discussion about this game, and I'm not going to go into a full recap because we will do that on Friday's show, we need to talk about the dress shirt because the dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and here's why. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way. From your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf, it's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. Roan's wrinkle release technology makes wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. With Gold Fusion anti-odor technology, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. Now that'll save you money right there. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash locked on and use code locked on. It's time to find your corner office comfort. Thanks again for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Subscribe now to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. Let's continue the discussion. Like I said, everyone needs to calm down. Series isn't over. It's not over by a long shot. Plus, Bob Nightingale tweeted something. And usually when he tweets in favor of one team, that team gets jinxed. So let's hope that that happens. Because... <laughs> He tweeted that the only other or the only team in the ALCS to win the first two at home and then lose the series, like to lose four or to, yeah, to lose four and win the first two at home. That's what I meant to say. Yankees 2004. We all remember that very well now, don't we? So, uh, hey, maybe, no, you know what? No, I want the Yankees to win three at home and game six in Houston. 
I want this to be like the 96 Yankees against the Braves. How about them apples? And the Braves beat up the Yankees in those first two games. They outscored them 16 to 1. That was a true drubbing at Yankee Stadium. Then the Yankees went to Fulton County Stadium, (laughs) won those three games, and then won the infamous Game 6 on Joe Girardi's triple. That's all he basically did. (laughs) So anything can happen. Just need the offense to wake up a little bit. They just need one big hit. That's really it. And it would shock the hell out of everyone if they could win in six games in Houston. Let's let's manifest this, everyone. Everyone talks about manifesting things for their lives. Let's manifest the Yankees winning three at home and then clinching the series in six in Houston. Let's do it. We'll make dream boards or whatever those are called, dream boards, mood boards, those things. Let's do that. Let's make it so the Yankees can win the series. I don't know why I'm so optimistic right now, but I am. I don't feel so negative yet. (laughs) Yet. If they win game three, we'll feel better. If they win game four and tie the series, it's gravy. It's gravy. Now, as I said on the show earlier today, Sunday and Monday look iffy weather-wise, so we'll see what happens with Game 5. I think Monday looks iffier, so I don't know. I'm a little worried because I looked at my weather app and it said it was going to rain from Monday through Thursday, which doesn't bode well. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. Now let's just quickly talk about Severino because as I said, he just threw one bad pitch. It was one bad call by Kyle Higashioka. Bregman didn't even hit it hard. It somehow flew out. And it's that kind of thing that happens in the playoffs. And maybe when the Yankees go home, they can have some lucky things happening. And the thing that kills me is Jose Altuve has not factored into the series at all. He went 0 for 4. They're keeping Altuve off the bases, and they still can't win. (laughs) Maybe that's why everyone's worried, because the one guy that everyone worries about isn't doing anything. (laughs) It's the other guys. That's the other problem. Can Yankee pitchers stop allowing, can they stop allowing the number nine hitter from getting on base? They did it against Cleveland, too. You need to stop doing that. That doesn't help things. So both teams, uh, they didn't have a lot of base runners because the Yankees were one for four with runners in scoring position. They left five on base. And the Astros were one for five with runners in scoring position. And they also left five on base. So again, one bad pitch by Luis Severino. This game would have been completely different. He gave up those three runs on only five hits with one walk, six strikeouts. Framber Valdez had nine strikeouts, Abreu had one, Presley had three, because the Yankees were just swinging away. So the Astros had 13 as a staff, Loisaga didn't have any, Wandy Peralta didn't have any. It was just the six by Severino. But again, playing at home is a lot different than playing in Houston. For some reason, the Yankees can't play in Houston. I don't know. But again, let's manifest this. Let's do it, everyone. Let's keep saying it. They're going to win three at home. They're going to win game six in Houston. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. 
So, uh, yeah, that's it for this post-game show. I just wanted to come on quickly and calm everyone down. Just calm down. It'll be okay, I promise. And again, tomorrow's an off day. Maybe even don't watch baseball. Just take a break from baseball and relax and come back fresh on Saturday for game three. Okay? So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. We're getting closer and closer to 1,500 subscribers. So if you can do us a solid, that would be great. Again, hit the thumbs up button to like, comment as well, and click the bell so you know when our videos go up. And uh, how about making your second listen of the day locked on MLB? MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league, including the ALCS and the NLCS. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We'd really appreciate it. So enjoy your night, get some sleep, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.